supplements are exactly that. They are not the magic pill you are looking for. Are you someone who just sees something on social media and thinks, whoa, if he said that, that must be good. I'll try that. In today's episode, I'm going to give you some hard facts and I'm also going to give you some home truths around supplements and I will save you an awful lot of cash. Shift work can be brutal, but it doesn't have to be. Welcome to A Healthy Shift. My name is Roger Sutherland, certified nutritionist, veteran law enforcement officer, and 24-7 shift worker for almost four decades. Through this podcast, I aim to educate shift workers using evidence-based methods to not only survive the rigors of shift work, but thrive. My goal is to empower shift workers to improve their health and well-being so they have more energy to do the things they love. Enjoy today's show. And I would like to personally welcome you to this episode of A Healthy Shift Podcast. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Today's episode, let's talk about supplements. Now, I'm going to put a disclaimer on this episode from the beginning so you hear this at the very start. I am not a doctor, and before you take any supplements at all, it is imperative that you speak to your doctor about them. I can speak to you about the evidence, but you are unique and only your physician can give you advice having regards to your own conditions and your current medications. And this is important. Now, I've seen people on social media posting pictures boasting of their stack of supplements. It's just incomprehensible. And when I look at what they're taking, it is such an incredible waste of money. There's no evidence to support it at all. Totally unnecessary, and I can bet my bottom dollar that they've not run them by a physician at all. And if that hurts you, yep, I'm talking to you. It's dangerous. Now, firstly, let's put this out there. The supplement industry is a multi-million dollar industry designed to take your money. And it is doing a fantastic job of it. Go and have a look in your local pharmacy. There are aisles of pretty bottles and containers, which are absolute garbage. And supplement stores, they are the same. Bring on the hate. It's important to understand that supplements are not regulated, so companies can make whatever claim they wish to attract your hard-earned dollars. The labels hit you hard in the feels. So let's start at the very beginning with fat burners. Dear God, everyone wants to torch fat. Do they work? Maybe, but not how you think. They don't literally torch that fat as they claim. What they may do is give you ever such a slight increase in your metabolism, depending on the ingredient, or they'll suppress your appetite through dietary fiber. But what we are talking here is minimal calories. It might be five or 10 calories and here, but that's not even statistically significant at all. Look at the label, many ingredients, but none of them torch fat like they say. The bottom line is, and I hate to break the news to you, you still need a calorie deficit. In fact, some fat burners contain products that are just downright dangerous. 
some products in fat burners can interact really badly with medications. So ensure that you speak to the pharmacist or your physician before taking anything at all like this. That's fat burners. I roll my eyes whenever I hear the term. Pre-workouts. Again, an absolute total and utter waste of money, people. The only active and beneficial ingredient in a pre-workout is caffeine. Sure, it's made to taste great, and that's a bonus. Pre-workout also contains beta-alanine, and that's what makes your face tingle, which is known as parathesia. Now, if you read about beta-alanine, it reads well, but... Beta-alanine needs to be loaded over a minimum of a four-week period at four times daily at 20 milligrams per kilogram of your body weight and then taken twice daily at 20 mil per kilogram of body weight every single day. Yeah, so you take your pre-workout and it makes your face tingle, but that's the only way it's effective. It's making your face tingle. So again, don't waste your money. Slam down an espresso and head to the gym and lift heavy shit. Simple. My next one? Yep, I'm targeting the gym bros again. BCAAs. Dear God, just no. If you're a vegan or a vegetarian, perhaps, just to ensure that the leucine, which is one of the amino acids, that's an essential amino acid that promotes muscle protein synthesis, is in a sufficient quality. But other than that, just no. If you are consuming protein throughout the day, then BCAs are an absolute waste of money. It always makes me laugh when I see people sipping BCAs while training in the gym, and then they rush to get their protein shake in immediately post-training. Got to get the protein in in that anabolic window. Oh my God. If you only knew, I would. it, it just cracks me up. Now, would you stand in the rain and wash your car? And here's a fun fact. BCAs are three of 20 amino acids. If any of the other 17 are not present, the body just dispels the lot. Yep, that's exactly what happens. And BCAs are three. Baleen, leucine, and isoleucine. When the other 17 aren't there, the body gets rid of the lot. So there you go. Just know, people, stop wasting your money. Let's move on. Carnitine as a fat burner. Carnitine is found in many types of meat and dairy products, and your liver and your kidneys make it naturally. The research on it from a weight loss perspective is poor at best. Be careful too. Too much carnitine can give you nausea, diarrhea, and it can also give you a fishy body odor. Now, no one needs that. I'm only going to cover off on these as they're the most common and the absolute biggest money waster from an evidence-based perspective. Just walk into some of these shops and have a look at the rows of them and the pretty coloured labels and the promises that they make. Now, there's evidence to support um, carnitine being taken if you're in a caloric surplus building muscle as it may reduce fat gain, but that is literally it. There are no herbs, supplements or anything other than an energy deficit and hard work that will reduce body fat. And the sooner that you come to terms with that and invest in exercise and evidence-based coaching to guide you around the best way to create that deficit, then the better you'll be. Save your pennies. Okay, so now let's look at what we should be looking at. Supplement number one. The best supplement costs you nothing, sleep. 
It is totally underrated sleep, seven to nine hours every single day. The processes that our body goes through while we sleep is just incredible. And it's really, really important. All right, so it's not a supplement, but you knew I was going to say sleep anyway, didn't you? That's number one. Supplement number two, caffeine. Caffeine, I know, shift workers, hello, everybody, hello. Caffeine, super important. It's also important to note that 400 milligrams a day is the upper safe limit. Make sure you're checking your labels. Remember that there is caffeine in things like Coca-Cola, chocolate, and energy drinks as well. It all adds up. So by the time you've finished having your four coffees, your chocolate, your Coca-Cola, and an energy drink, you're peaking. You're looking like an owl and you can't sit still. Supplement number three, protein shakes. Now, while we don't consider it a supplement in the evidence-based fraternity, a protein shake is an absolutely fantastic way to get protein in between meals or on the run. No, there is no anabolic window within 30 minutes of training. That is a myth. So every three to five hours of protein in a building phase is all that we need. And it is a pure protein. And protein shakes are also a fantastic way for our vegan and vegetarian friends to get protein in as well, as long as you have a quality protein. Now, supplement number four. Now we start to get into the real supplements. Omega-3s. For our omnivores, fish oil. For our vegans and vegetarians, algae oil. You can, it's available in the pharmacy. Algae oil is important. Now, insufficient oily fish here in the Southern Hemisphere and omega-3s are enormously beneficial for cardiovascular health, eye health, brain health, heart disease, and it's extremely important for our shift working community. Omega-3s can reduce the symptoms of metabolic syndrome, which is a collection of conditions, and inflammation, which shift work causes due to circadian rhythm dysregulation. Low levels of DHA, which is one of the components of omega-3s, are also associated with lower levels of melatonin, which is what helps you to fall asleep. And studies also show that supplementing with omega-3 increases the length and also the quality of your sleep. Now, the recommended dose is 1,000 milligrams of EPA DHA. Ladies and gents, omega-3s. Really important. We just can't get enough fish in our diet and it's important for our vegan and vegetarians to get in as well. Supplement number five or number two of our main ones, vitamin D. Vitamin D is our happy hormone. Fatigue can be a great indicator of a deficiency in vitamin D. There are far, far too many benefits of vitamin D to list. Just know that it is a phenomenal hormone in our system and is vital. Yet, I said hormone, vitamin D is actually a hormone. It's very, very hard to get from food. We get it from the sun by synthesizing it through our skin. But it's important to know that just because the sun is hitting our skin doesn't mean that you're getting vitamin D. One of the best tests to work out whether you're getting vitamin D from the sun is to have a look at your shadow. And if your shadow is shorter than your height, then you're in a vitamin D window and you will be actually getting vitamin D. You only need 15 to 20 minutes of sunshine on your skin a day to synthesize sufficient, sufficient vitamin D. But ladies and gents, no sunblock. You have sunblock on? 
you will not synthesize vitamin D. As shift workers, I highly encourage you to supplement. A blood test is recommended to see what your levels are and speak to your doctor about it. But you are safe to supplement at between 2,000 and 4,000 IU every single day. Supplement number six, creatine. Creatine is not just for the gym goers. It is among the most researched and effective supplements on the market. It can help with exercise performance by rapidly producing energy during intense activity. Creatine may also provide cognitive benefits. In fairness, more research is needed in that area. Now, creatine, monohydrate, is all that's needed. No need to go pricey or for some elaborate name. Just good old creatine monohydrate has the most efficacy. So there you go. In my honest opinion, those six are absolutely essential. But there's another three that I would also like to mention. One of them is L-theanine. Now, L-theanine is a naturally occurring non-protein amino acid, which is found in tea, and it promotes relaxation by reducing stress and anxiety levels. Now, to be clear, L-theanine is not a sedative, and it does not cause drowsiness but it may help to improve sleep quality by promoting a more relaxed state. L-theanine supplementation has also been shown to have positive effects on aspects of cognitive function, especially when taken with caffeine. Now, the evidence-supported dosage is 100 to 200 milligrams taken in the morning with caffeine. So there you go, L-theanine. The other one that I get massive success from, particularly from a personal level, and it is highly supported with evidence, is ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is the king of herbs. It is best known for reducing stress and anxiety. Ashwagandha is best known for its anxiolytic, which is anti-anxiety and stress-relieving effects. It also seems to reduce cortisol levels, and this effect is supported by a number of studies. In addition, a growing body of evidence supports the efficacy of ashwagandha for improving total sleep time and sleep quality in with, pe- with people with and also without insomnia. Now, quality is imperative here, as most commercial brands are literally just ground-up leaves and stems. The root is what we are after, and the one that I have great success with is linked in the show notes. The dose is 600 milligrams per day divided into two by 300 milligram doses, one in the morning with breakfast and the other in the evening. Now, ashwagandha that I have in the show notes comes in 300 milligram capsules, so it's quite easy for you to take one in the morning and one in the evening. And once you start taking ashwagandha, it's quite incredible the difference that you feel. It's hard to explain, but it actually just levels you out and calms you down. It is phenomenal. I highly recommend taking ashwagandha. The one that I recommend, it's in the show notes, is a KSM 66 certified ashwagandha. And I believe that this is important because you need to make sure that the ashwagandha that you're getting has the correct efficacy. So look for a KSM 66 certification, which shows that it is the root. I would be remiss for me to not mention magnesium. Now, people seem to rush out for magnesium for sleep, and it's present in almost every sleep aid possible. 
And it's important to note that there is actually very limited evidence on magnesium for sleep. Slight improvement is the best we see, and it's not statistically significant, and more research is needed. So you can see how easy it is to get sucked in on a particular supplement, plus there are so many variations of magnesium, so who knows? There may be a causation of poor sleep due to magnesium deficiency, but that's only been researched in the elderly who are known to be magnesium deficient. I'll give you a warning here. Magnesium, you only need to take magnesium if you are deficient in it, and majority of us are not. Now, what I would also now like to talk about is the vegans and the vegetarians. What I would like to footnote in here are supplement considerations for our non-meat-eating friends, and these are important that we don't forget them. While a plant-based diet is optimal for health, but saying that you are meat-free does not mean that it is optimal. I have seen some vegans and vegetarians eating some of the worst quality foods that I've ever seen in my life. That does not mean that because you're vegan or vegetarian, you're eating an optimal diet. There are vitamins and minerals that are hard to get from a meat-free diet alone, so it takes some very careful planning and supplementation around it. Now, due to not eating meat, there can be a number of deficiencies in your diet, and these are supplements that you might need to consider. One in particular is vitamin B12. Vitamin B12 is a serious mood booster. Too little vitamin B12 can lead to anemia and nervous system damage, as well as infertility and bone and heart disease. Scary, huh? Particularly when 90% of vegans and 77% of vegetarians are shown to be deficient in vitamin B12 of those that did not supplement with it. Now, several studies also show that while anyone can have low vitamin B12 levels, vegetarians and vegans have a higher risk of deficiency. This seems especially true for vegans who are not taking any supplements at all. So vitamin B12 is extremely difficult for a vegan to get from out of a diet other than through fortified foods, so supplementation is highly suggested. Calcium is the next one. It relies on vitamin D to be absorbed, which is why vitamin D is also so important. Calcium is vital for bone health. Dairy is often thought of as the only source of this mineral. However, it's also naturally present in an array of plant foods, from grains and legumes to fruits, vegetables, nuts and seeds. Iron. Iron is an essential mineral that comes from meat in the form of heme iron. Vegetarians can get non-heme iron from plants, but it's not readily absorbed by the body. A blood test is important for this, and a deficiency in iron can also lead to severe fatigue. Shift workers, get your iron checked. Zinc. Vegetarians and vegans are shown to have very low zinc intakes. Because of how poorly absorbed zinc is from plant foods, vegans and vegetarians should look at one and a half times the RDA, the recommended daily intake. If, you diet, if your diet does not contain a large amount of whole grains, wheat germ, tofu, sprouted breads, legumes, nuts and seeds, then supplementation may be necessary. Iodine, crucial to thyroid function, which controls your metabolism. Low energy, dry skin, tingling in your hands and feet, forgetfulness. Hello? 
um, depression and weight gain are all indications of hypothyroidism, which is caused by an iodine deficiency. Now, iron levels in plant foods depend on the iron content in the soil in which they're grown. The only foods considered to have consistently high iodine levels are iodized salt, seaweed, seafood, and dairy products, which pick up the iodine from solutions used to clean cows and farm equipment, believe it or not. Half a teaspoon of iodized salt is sufficient to meet your daily needs, and this is why I call iodized salt better than your pink salt. It is fortified with iodine, which is essential for our high thyroid function. All you need is half a teaspoon. Vegans who do not want to consume iodized salt or eat seaweed several times per week should consider taking an iodine supplement. So there you have it. There really is so much rubbish out there, and I ask that you really do keep foremost in your mind that those pretty little labels and great descriptions that you think will solve all of your problems are a complete money-making business by huge corporates that are literally just preying on your vulnerability. Majority of the supplements really are absolute rubbish and such poor quality, but there are also really important vitamins and minerals that we need to supplement if we're not getting them from our diet. When you need to do this, consult the pharmacist or your doctor to ensure that you are getting the right ones in the right dose. Just taking supplements because of what's on the label is highly dangerous and may impact on each other or even worse, impact on medications that you are taking. And can I say this again? Nothing, I repeat, nothing replaces a good plant-based diet with a quality lean protein source, which will reduce the need to supplement anything at all. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you get notified whenever a new episode is released. It would also be ever so helpful if you could leave a rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. If you want to know more about me or work with me, you can go to ahealthyshift.com. I'll catch you on the next one. Bye.